We are at a historic moment. Hey, this is Phil Yanov, and uh, I just did something we have never done before with Tech After Five, and I want to share it with you because it has direct impact on this very episode, and that is just before I began this recording, I executed with a group of awesome people, the very first virtual Tech After Five event. Uh, we did it online. Of course, this is something we would never have done if not forced to by the current conditions, but we did it and it worked extraordinarily well. So I'm telling you that for a couple of reasons. One, I'm going to be telling you really soon about uh, Tech After Five virtual events, you know, basically for every one of our cities, because we're going to do that. It worked. We're going to do it again. Um, but this episode of the Tech After Five podcast is one that Scott and I recorded many weeks ago before I knew this was coming. We wanted to talk about the idea of loneliness and how networking can help you get over it. So here's the thing. Every bit of advice in here still works, except you can't do it in person with people. But the cool thing is, with all the great technology that's out there, like we use Zoom and Hangouts and there's other stuff as well. But with this technology, you can actually still make meaningful connections because I'm telling you, I saw it happen tonight. I know that I saw somebody make a connection that's going to lead to a deal at Tech After Five. They didn't know each other and we did it through a Zoom call, right? It was a, a call where we got to introduce everybody, you know, face to face, if you will, uh, all inside this digital virtual environment. It still works. So here's the thing. I'm prefacing all of this to let you know this episode is about loneliness and how workplace and social media and all that stuff comes together and how we've got some techniques and strategies for getting over it. So it's a short episode, but I think the ideas are play really well even now. Just think of this as virtual. Here we go. Hey, this is Phil Yanov with the Tech After Five podcast, and I am here with my pal, Scott Pfeiffer. Always glad to be here, Phil. More than a pal. Host, co-host, my pal. Um, hey, you know, I saw something in the news, and it's made it all over the place. I know we normally don't do things that are just kind of topical, but to me, this was an, an opportunity to talk about something that was not just in the news, but something that is really kind of timeless in and of itself. Um, and that is, there is a, a new report that came out. Again, it was in a number of places, but it said most Americans are lonely and that their actual workplace environment might be part of the problem. Yeah, I think it's a really interesting article. It's really interesting and I think timely and probably evergreen topic, uh, workplace loneliness or loneliness in general and how the workplace contributes to that. Yeah. So this says that more, this says that three in five Americans report self-report themselves as lonely. So they feel left out, poorly understood and lack companionship. Scott, what do you think about that? Yeah. I think that that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, they use this thing called the UCLA loneliness scale, which apparently is a standard in psychology research. And this is a lot like, you know, when I was at firm and I, one of my majors was political science. We do a lot of these surveys. There are scientific ways to do these things and they design the questions and 
uh, they come back with uh, with good answers. So they've got this scale that they've been using for a long time. So they can see this sort of growth in self-reported loneliness over time. Yeah. Um, so loneliness, this is isolation is what I'm talking about. The feeling that I'm by myself, right? That I don't have a support network wrapped around me. And of course, this was uh, also, there's a insurance company involved in this because you and I both know there are health impacts from feeling isolated. There absolutely are. I think people need connection. They need that sense of belonging and being significant and having shared goals with someone. If you look back to my father's generation, he worked for the same company for 30 years and he would go to work early in the morning, stay until into the evening And he spent more time at work and with the people he worked with than he did at home. They were a family. Right. Well, I think a lot of people do feel that way, but some don't. And one of the things that was in this study that they particularly pointed out was that employees that were in the first six months of employment were, they had, they said they had a six point higher score on this loneliness scale. And uh, again, that's kind of a bad thing. You're going into a new gig and you feel like you're even more alone. They haven't had time to build those personal relationships yet and the trust that goes with those personal relationships. And I think that it makes sense to me that this is an increasing problem because so many people these days are working from home or they're freelancers and they don't have that workplace culture where they can be with the same people every day for five years, 10 years. This study also says that people that are at the same job for 10 years have a much lower loneliness score. Yeah, and, and that people who had shared goals with their colleagues also had lower loneliness scores. Right, and I think that goes back to the whole uh, belonging and significance idea, right? If you and I work together but we're constantly at odds and don't have shared goals, well, either you're getting your way and I don't feel significant or you don't feel significant, but there's, you know, there's that, it's not that opportunity to build that trusting relationship. Whereas if we have shared goals for working together, that really fosters something. You know, when I was in the army, we would go out on these 10 or 15 or 20 day field exercises where we are all working together on this common goal. And we're, I mean, it's just really intense But that feeling of camaraderie that you have with those people that you're working with in that situation was really tangible and it was something you miss later. You you don't necessarily miss the being up all the time and working that hard, but you do miss that sense of a shared uh, goal, shared situation. Yeah, in that situation, you're committed to solving the same problems together. That was your thing. And so that, again, you you always use the word camaraderie, esprit de corps. It doesn't matter. The idea is that people come together and they don't feel lonely because you feel like there are other people who share your common goal. Absolutely. So one of the things also in the study, Scott, was it turns out that uh, social media is not part of the cure. No, the 
study found that heavy social media users are more lonely than light social media users. Yeah, 73% of heavy social media users are considered lonely as opposed to only 52% of light social media users. So I, I we bring all of these out because I think this is important to our crowd, right? And it, there's a lot of reasons that the IT crowd are tech professionals and fo- folks in entrepreneurship. I mean, there's lots of ways to get lonely and be lonely. And we think that is bad for your health, right? It is bad for you in the performance of your duty. It is bad for you as a human being. We don't want that to happen. No, we don't. I mean, it's bad for your mental health and your physical health, this study seems to indicate. So we don't want that to happen. Social media doesn't seem to be the answer, although there is some question whether that is uh, coincident rather than consequential, right? Maybe heavy social media users are heavy social media users because they don't have personal relationships to suck up their time. Are you gonna are you gonna use the phrase ad hoc ergo propter hoc before we get done here? I could. Okay. <laughs> I mean, wait. I don't wait. Hold on a second, folks. We're five minutes in, and we've now we finally got to our first Latin phrase of the of the show. But the cure seems to be in person interactions. Yeah. And and that matters to us, right? I mean, that's why we're here with Tech After Five because we're saying, hey, we understand that a lot of times our Jobs even could be isolating. They shouldn't be. We, we ought to be involved with other folks in a common goal, right? But sometimes our jobs can be isolating. We could be working on our own. We could be, for whatever reasons, not connecting very well to coworkers. And some of us, you know, particularly in the tech space, right? There are a lot of folks in the tech space who prefer to work with ideas than people. And so they also will just kind of naturally kind of walk away. Now, the question is, do, do people who are naturally idea people as opposed to people people, do they feel lonely? I don't know if they report loneliness or not. But if you're in that spot where you're socially isolated, we think that's not good for you. And we like to think that, you know, maybe one of the things that we're doing is a set of activities that would be useful to you in your life in order to make more connections. Absolutely. In-person connection seems to be the thing that reduces loneliness the most. So go do things that allow you to connect. And one of those things could be going to networking events. Yeah. We like that idea. And the thing is, when you're coming to networking events, you know, we always think that part of what we're here to do is we're, we're developing professional relationships so we can go and work on things together. But it might be that you're going to a, a networking event in order to find a squash buddy so that you can go off and engage in other squash. Uh, sporting activities together, again, sort of sharing a common goal, you know, whether that's, you know, physical activity, exercise, that's part of what you want to do. And you just don't want to do that alone. You might well find that next person at a networking event. You very well might. And some of this, I think, is giving yourself permission. Sometimes we think, okay, I can go out and go to a networking event because I'm working on my business. I give myself permission to go do that. It's a it is a valuable activity. Whereas just going out to meet friends, maybe that's seen more as a self-indulgent activity. Do I really have time for that? But I think this study shows that it really is important for your, for your self-care, for your mental and physical health to go out and make those kind of personal connections. It's okay to go to a networking event, even if you're just there to be around people. 
and to meet people, people who have something in common with you. If you're in the tech field and go to a tech networking event, there are going to be things you can talk to those guys about. So even if you're not there just to make business contacts, it's still okay. Yeah. Well, and I, I think there's another element of this that's got me concerned, right? It, and, it, and it shows up twice, I think, in this study, one of which is, you know, we talked about we are working in some jobs that are naturally isolating. And the other thing is you end up in the beginning of a new gig in those first six months. And you might think, well, I really need to be here with my head down working on my job. And that's not really building the relationships or maintaining the social network you need in order to be um, mentally healthy. Well, that's exactly right. You're in a brand new job. You've only been there six months. You're going to go to a networking event. Right. How does that make any sense? Well, it makes sense because you need those personal relationships and you're probably not getting them at work, at least not yet. And this also goes back to something we've talked about before, which is networking events are not, I need something right now. I'm going to go to this networking event one time. I'm going to get it and then I'm done. It works best if it's a repetitive thing where you go to the same event or events on a regular basis, you build relationships with people in the room. It helps you from a networking and business side. It also apparently helps you from a personal, mental, and physical health side as well. Yeah, so it seems that there's a real benefit here. And we just think that's good for your soul in order to have a wide, diverse, professional network. I mean, uh, people who care about you uh, personally and professionally. Absolutely. And there are other things you can join. There are networking-like events built around other things than business. There are hiking groups or movie-watching groups or supper clubs. Those are all great, too. One nice thing about the networking event is if you've chosen a good one, you know you have some things in common with the people in the room, and you can build from there. Yeah. So here – the, the the breakdown on this thing is, you know, it turns out that yeah, folks are lonely. There's a lot more people lonely than we'd like to think. Um, the numbers are out there, and this is sort of a self-reported thing. We think there are some cures to this, and part of that cure is for you to get out and get connected with people. The thing is, this just does not happen on its own, Scott. If I were sitting home, and I, you know, you know, if I'm loving my Netflix, loving my Hulu, loving my Amazon Prime, it doesn't matter. There's a lot of good stuff out there. Um, the fact is that's sort of a socially isolating activity as opposed to a socially connecting activity. And we're not saying you can't do both. We're saying you should be spending time building your social network so that you've got folks that can help you when you need them. That's exactly right. If you're, if you're someone who is lonely or sometimes experiences loneliness, the cure for loneliness is people, in-person people. So find ways to reach out connect with someone, come to a networking event, follow up from that networking event, go have coffee, have dinner, whatever. But, you know, reach out and make those connections and both solve your loneliness now and build in a little preventative medicine that's going to help keep you from feeling lonely later. Yeah. Now, I think that's absolutely what you got to do. And the thing is, I, for those who think, you know, oh, man, it's kind of scary or I just, oh, it makes me uncomfortable. I don't know what I'm going to say. It doesn't matter. Just throw yourself into it. You are simply not going to drown 
in a networking event, right? I mean, it might be uncomfortable, but it's only going to be for a minute. And then you're going to find out this was way easier than you thought. There are no punishments. Phil does not execute the worst networker at every event. Right. Uh, you just, you go and just try to connect with people, you know, open up a little bit, talk about things, find a friend. Yeah. So if you, uh, if you, if you are feeling socially isolated in just that small way, then we'd like to get it fixed. Then we'd certainly recommend you get out and get yourself flung into some groups of people and figure out that that's really not as bad as you thought. And if uh, tech after five is part of that formula, we would love to have you. That's part of what we're here to do. We want to build meaningful connections in our awesome tech community. We do come join us. All right. Thanks, Scott. Thanks, Phil. Thank you.